on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Pepsi, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Jets, Blake Cripps. Welcome into episode two of the JetCast. We're starting with men's basketball as the team is wrapping up their non-conference schedule for the season this weekend. Saturday against Nebraska Christian and then Monday doubleheader action beginning at noon as the women start things off against Southwestern College. Men will follow them at Fugate Gymnasium. So come on out on Monday afternoon next week. We're talking with R.J. Allen, head men's basketball coach for the Newman Jets coach. Thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, what has this adventure been like for you as you have you know, kind of gotten to take over the reins of this program that you've been associated with for so long, moving into a new conference now? What's all that been like for you these, these past three seasons when you've had some really high highs, and I know you've come very close to the second NCAA tournament appearance last year, uh, Hartley Conference Coach of the Year. It's it's been there's been a lot of stuff that's happened in three short years for you. Yeah, it's kind of been a whirlwind at times. Um, you've had some highs, we've had some lows, uh, you know. But it's been exciting. It's been exciting. It's it's exciting to be a part of a of a department of a university that that seems to be moving in the right direction. Um, you know, joining the MIAA was huge for us and, and a great thing for our student athletes and our university and, um, you know, the city of Wichita to see all these state schools and, and schools that people are familiar with to, to come onto our campus and compete against uh, is, is definitely exciting. And, you know, we've, we're just, uh, we're growing, we're learning, we're, you know, kind of rolling with the punches at times and, and, and just trying to figure this thing out. What do you think is the biggest key to coaching with depth? You guys at different times have been a team that typically, you know, tries to shrink the depth down at the end of the season, play with eight guys, but you needed a lot of guys at the Roger State game just due to injuries and foul trouble. What's the what's the key to fitting those jigsaw puzzle pieces together that don't necessarily fit together the same way every game? Yeah, it's uh you know, that's the challenging part. Uh so, you know, your approach every day in practice is, you know, you prepare everyone I think everyone has to be prepared everyone has to understand you know what we're trying to do what we want to get accomplished uh, you have to hold all of those guys accountable every single day and try to improve everyone on your roster uh, because you never know uh, you know when someone is going to be needed when when their number is going to be called and that's what we talk to our guys a lot about is you know keep your mental approach the same try to stay ready uh, it's always easier said than done I can relate to that as a former player but but if you're if your mental approach is right and, and you stay ready and you continue to fight and grind every single day in practice when your number is called 
uh, you'll be able to help us and contribute because of the habits you build every day in practice. So that's kind of that's kind of how we try to approach it um, to to try to prepare guys because we never know you know when a guy might go down or. Or, or when you might, you know, see see some kids in foul trouble, and you have to you have to go a little deeper than you normally do. Well, boy, you say guys go down, and obviously we've already had a, a big injury with DeAndre Johnson being lost for the season, and likely going to need Amari Stoudemire surgery. Can you give Jet fans an update on on his timeline and and what 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 the plan is for him moving forward these next few difficult weeks? I'm sure for him, and then some some challenging months ahead as he tries to get back. Yeah, he's. Uh, uh, he, he's getting ready for for surgery here in about a week, um, so we're, we're we're hopeful that that we go in and and uh, you know get get that injury repaired, and then uh, then the road to recovery begins for him. So it's uh, you know it, it can be anywhere from what I understand anywhere for four to six months. Um, you know where he's he's kind of really non weight bearing and and, mm. and and having to to recover. So you know um, prayers are out to him. Uh, he's a tough individual, tough young man, great kid. Uh, we wish him the best and and, and hope to get him back to speed here shortly. Well, we're going to try to get him on for a, a halftime interview because we don't want to forget anybody because he was certainly playing so well when he went out. Do you feel like you are an expert on? the redshirt application process at this point unfortunately <laughs> probably so probably more, definitely more than i would like to be um you know we've we've had some some injuries uh, in the last few years and it's just uh, it, it's kind of you know as a coach you 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 don't really want to think about it but it, it's just <laughs> i don't want to ask about it <laughs> it's been our reality uh for whatever reason and, and it happens but you know we have to like I say, prepare everyone, and and you know the next man gets an opportunity to step up and contribute to our group, and we have to try to stay even and keep pushing forward. I know, I know that it's early on, but that that going to be the plan? Red shirt for for DeAndre? Yeah, more than likely. Uh, he'll, we'll we will put in for a medical red shirt, and you know, we'll. I don't see why he wouldn't be approved for that. Only only three games talking with RJ Allen. In your short time thus far and, and I mean you've been playing on my double A schools for, for years and when Coach Potter was here you were assistant and then associate so you've you've played these MI double A schools. What do you think is the biggest difference between the association and the Heartland Conference? Oh, that's a that's a really good question. I mean I, I think there are a lot of good teams um in, in both leagues. I, I would say, you know, I, I, not having gone through the league fully yet, uh, I would say from top to bottom, I think you know there there, there are a lot of good teams. There, you know there are no nights off, and 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 the same in the Heartland. I don't I don't want to discredit the Heartland at all. Uh, you know, but the MIAA, like you're you're gonna night in night out, you're gonna have your work cut out for you, and. You know the the couple games that that we have played. Um, you know what what has been nice is the atmospheres are better. I, I will say that I think, you know, going down to Northeastern, um, that was probably the loudest arena we had been in um, for a while. Yeah, this this year for sure. So, you know, I, I think that's going to be probably one of the most noticeable changes for us is just like going on the road and, and, and being in some really tough environments and having to compete in some of those environments. Talking with R.J. Allen, 
on the JetCast. We'll be joined by Tigel Herford, a junior guard, on the next segment. We'll wrap up today with Zane Ealing, former baseball coach, now the external AD in charge of external operations here at Newman. So stay tuned for all of that. Uh, but I'm going to use this time on the JetCast to talk about some stuff that not necessarily just on the court because you know I got I've got pregame to talk about all that. Um, rule changes coming this year with uh, the three point line. It's already in at the D1 level. D2s have an extra year uh, because of the cost associated with getting that line repainted on the floor. What are your thoughts about moving that line back another 12, 16 inches or so? I, I think it's good for the game. Um, you know, it just, it's, uh, you know, kids are already shooting the ball from, from deep already. And, uh, you know, I'm not an expert. I haven't really studied it a whole lot because it hasn't been implemented into our level yet. And I think it's, it's, the exact same of the FIBA line. I could be wrong. I believe you are correct on that. Um, you know, which is which is a good thing for us. I mean, it's it's just it's it, it helps spacing. It's it's just it, it makes it more of a challenging shot for kids. Uh, you know, so I th- I think it'd be a good thing. Now you're a former Wichita East Blue Ace. It's a state champion. That's correct. And you you were born and raised here in Wichita, correct? Correct. And I heard some banter with you on the bus the other day. And I know your dad. I like your dad. He's a good guy. Um, how did you get raised to be such a Big Ten conference apologist? <laughs> I don't know. I, I did spend eight years in Minnesota. I kind of got brainwashed a little bit by by some friends up there. But uh, I've always I've always had a, a huge appreciation for the Big Ten. I don't know what it is. Growing up, I was kind of that odd odd kid. Always, you know, I was. I guess I was a little bit of an instigator. A little, <laughs> I just wanted to. I just wanted to go against everyone else. Uh, you know. So, but I, I am. I, I stick to my guns. I think. You know. I think we were talking about uh, the best the best basketball conference this year, and I, I, I was mentioning the Big Ten. I thought the Big Ten from top to bottom is is probably one of the best leagues and we were going back and forth so it, it did splash over into football it did too. i think i think you're right it did it flashed over into football too and i, I think I, you and coach smith were going in yeah yeah i was giving him a hard time about the pac-12 and then i always give coach dupree since he's from memphis a hard time about the sec but uh but uh yeah i just i'm i'm, I'm probably more instigating than, than uh you know whole heartfelt uh, arguments there. What do you think is your, what's been your biggest coaching influence? The, 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 you know, why do you like to run certain things the way you do? What, what could, I'm sure your dad had a big influence on you, but you know, maybe watching some of that big 10 basketball, Bobby <laughs> Knight, you know, coach Izzo, but, but what, what, what influences the, the style that you like to coach the way you like to recruit the, the, the type of players you like to recruit? Well, what are some of the coaching influences? Man, I, you know, obviously, obviously my dad, um, you know, uh, being around him and, and learning from him, uh, had been great, uh, you know, and, and some of the other coaches that, that you always grow up watching, uh, you know, Michigan State, I've always been a fan of, of, of Tom Izzo and, and what his guys have done, you know, I, I feel like as a coach, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to learn from others. And I, you know, when I go to a game, it could be high school, it could be, you know, junior college, it could be division one, you know, I just want to, I just kind of want to learn. Um, I want to, I want to hear and talk to as many coaches as possible. Uh, I mean, I've been over to Wichita state and, and talked to coach Marshall. I've, I've been to Kansas and talked to coach self. Like I, I've, 
just want to learn why you do what you do. Uh, what do you look for? What what are you know? What is the reasoning behind you know that play call or that scenario or, or this or that? And, and just try to you know develop my own philosophy a little bit, um, taking bits and pieces of, of of what I've learned and try to you know turn them into you know, philosophies for myself and our program that works well for us. So, you know, I don't know if it's one specific guy. It's just a collection of of coaches from high school to junior college to, you know, the pros, uh, Division One, all over the all over the the board for me. Well, they say in play by play that the best ideas are stolen from somebody else. Oh, I think maybe sure. maybe in, maybe in <laughs> coaching that can I, go I, as well. I, I am guilty uh, uh, as charged, and, and so am I. By the way, <laughs> uh, last question for you here. We'll talk more about the game coming up, but I did want to ask you about Tigel Herford. He's going to be our guest in the next segment. A guy who came in had to play a lot as a freshman due to injuries uh, last year was thrust into a little bit bigger role at times and this year's come out uh, point guard on your team leads your team in steals and shooting a much higher clip in the three-point line than he's ever shot before uh, just talk about Tigel Herford what you saw in him when you were recruiting him and how he's matured into the leader that he is on the floor now for the Jets averaging nearly 30 minutes a game right now yeah I think you hit it on the head when you when you talk about maturity here's a, he's just a young kid that that has come into our program and 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 he's developed uh, from a freshman uh, to to where he's at as a junior now, you know, not when he came, we didn't really know what we were going to get from him. We knew he was a great kid, he's a great student, great person, you know. So someone that you want representing your program, somebody that you want on campus. Uh, he was a great fit when it came to Newman University, um, but as far as basketball, we we really weren't sure what we were getting with him, and you know, he he just. He was in a situation his freshman year where out of necessity, because we talk about injuries, he's thrust into a situation. And he had to learn on the fly. And I was really tough on him his (laughs) freshman year. And he will tell you that to this day. I remember watching practice. Yeah, he used to get it. He he would probably get it the worst. And a lot of those guys would be like, man, I don't know what Todd did, but (laughs) he's got Coach Allen just going berserk here. But, uh, you know, but there was some potential there. And and he definitely uh, was a young man that could respond. I understood that that he could take, you know, some of those those sessions when I would harp on him. But he learned from them, which is the positive. And and he continued to develop and he grew and he grew. And I thought, you know, um, the springtime last season, you know, we really saw – a jump in his not just his skill set because that's a given like you we want you to continue to develop your skill set and that's something that you should do as a college basketball player but his IQ and and his his level of understanding of what we want to get accomplished uh, we saw a huge jump a drastic jump in that and it just a testament to him getting upstairs getting with the assistants watching film understanding you know stats and things like that and and what he needs to try to do as a point guard and granted he's still learning uh he's still in that in that situation in that process of where he's he doesn't have it all figured out yet but he's so much better than where he was when he came in and that's what you want in a third year guy you want to see that progress and improvement and not to mention he kind of understands you know how we want things done how we do things uh, as far as our program goes, our culture, and, and he's been just a, just a great ambassador for our program on and off the floor. 
R.J. Allen, head men's basketball coach, Newman University. They're getting set for a doubleheader on Saturday. The women tipping off at 1.30. Men tipping off at 3.30 on Saturday against Nebraska Christian. Also a game on Monday afternoon. Coach, we'll talk to you for pregame here in a little bit. Thank you so much for the time on the show. Thank you. We'll be back with Tigel Herford on the JetCast when we come back. Junior guard on this team leading them in steals. We'll talk with the junior from Tupelo, Mississippi right after this. Want to get quick access to Newman Sports News and scores? Well, soon you can. Coming in December, the Newman Jets Athletics app. It's your source for all things Jets, schedules, live broadcasts, game information, and more. You will be able to subscribe to notifications for your favorite Newman Jets teams. The free Newman Jets Athletics app, available soon in the Apple App Store and in Google Play. Welcome back to the JetCast. We are focusing on men's basketball this week. And my guest this week, a junior guard off the men's basketball team, a 5'6 junior from Tupelo, Mississippi, Tigel Herford. He's averaging six points, three rebounds a game, and he leads the team with 17 steals. Ty Herford, my guest. Thank you so much for your time, Ty. Yes, sir. Decision to come to Newman, when you think back on the reasons why you picked Wichita and decided to be a Jet, what were were the reasons you decided to come join us here in Wichita, Kansas? Well, when I first met Coach Allen, I met Coach Dupree's. They uh, opened me with welcome arms, and uh, they showed me around the town, and I had a good feel for Wichita. And, you know, I felt like this could be a place I could be for the next four years. And uh, walking around campus and meeting some of the people here, uh, you know, everybody here is lovable. Everybody's nice. You, know, you can talk to anybody. The professors are nice, and you know it's it's just a great home. And on the basketball side of things, you know um, we got to talking uh, when we fe- when we first met in our meeting, and you know um, I had a a great situation that I was coming to um, senior guard. Well, he was a junior when I got here. Being there, you know I was coming in behind him. You know I got to learn a lot from him. You know he's playing pro now, and me and him had a great relationship. And, you know, he was going to be here playing in front of me for two years, and I was going to play behind him. And I feel like it was just a great situation for me, you know, being able to play behind a guard like that and being able to learn the system and the way I learned it. And well, you were planning to come in. I don't know if they were planning on playing you as much as you did your freshman year, but you were kind of forced into that role because of some injuries ahead of you. How do you think that playing as much as you did play your freshman year affected your development? Well, it um, speeded the process up for me. You know, when I first got here, you know, I didn't know what to expect. You know, you know, I am five six, so you know, uh, it's a blessing to be able to play ball and you know, had the abilities I have and had the opportunity. So you know, when I first figured out, you know, I was going to actually get mid and I was going to play, you know, I was just excited and I was just blessed to be able to be in that situation. And the process was, it was hard in the beginning. You know, becoming a freshman and having to play like valuable minutes for the team. My first year learning the plays was tough, learning the new defensive schemes, you know, coming straight out of high school, you know, learning things so fast, it was it was kind of complicated at first. But, you know, having been there, you know, having the coaches here, watching film and just digging in every day and never giving up, that's just what got me through it. Tigel Herford, my guest, junior guard for the Newman men's basketball team, two tight losses to open up MIAA play. How do you uh, not let that affect your psyche as a team because I know that uh, you played fairly well in both games. I know that obviously you want to go two and zero, but how do you try to keep spirits up for you personally and then for the team? 
Well, personally, you know, uh, this year, you know, I'm the guy, you know, I'm the important guard of the team, I'm the leader. You know, I can't let my teammates see me with my head down, you know. We actually are playing really good right now, and, you know, the problems we're having, they're all they're all fixable. So, you know, that that's a positive, you know. It's not like we're going in and not knowing what's, what the problems are or, like, what we have to do to get things done. You know, we're playing hard. You know, we just got to execute more of our plays and execute more of our defensive schemes and don't miss assignments. In your early two years of your career, you haven't had the best three-point shooting percentage, but you haven't had that many opportunities. Obviously, when you've got Ben Ayer, he takes a lot of three-pointers, and so did Demetrius Walker, and they made a lot of threes. You're shooting your best three-point by far this year, over 42%. What do you can attribute that to being able to get more shots, and, and you're making a lot of big shots too for the team? Yeah, so I believe that's just the role I had to step into. You know, uh, being there was leaving, Meech was leaving. You know, I had to step up into that role and be able to uh, feel the shoes of being there. You know, the way he shot the ball, you know, he was knocked down from three, and, <laughs> also, was. and so was Meech. And, you know, we was going to be missing some uh, three-point shooters this year. And, you know, coach had to find, had to have people to be able to shoot the three. And, you know, I I come in the gym and I work on it every day and, and make sure once I get it in the post or once I make a pass or once I space, I'm, I just make sure I'm able to knock that shot down and be ready anytime my teammates kick it to me. Now, I know this week is not all about basketball finals this week. What's uh, what's the number one final that you are most concerned about this week? The number one final for me would be my intermediate accounting test. Intermediate account? Are you accounting as a major? Uh, I'm a business administration major, but then okay. I'm minoring in, in accounting. Okay. But, well, uh, I hear there's good money in both of those professions, so yes, I think sir. you've chosen pretty well. Uh, looking here on these next two games, before you get back into MIAA play, what do you feel like the team needs to accomplish here in this game uh, coming up on Saturday? And then you've got a game on Monday as well before you get back into one final league play, and then you're off to Christmas break. Uh, I know that the team would be feeling really good if they could win these last three games before the holiday. Yes, sir. Well, I feel like we need to come in and practice tomorrow with a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm, and everybody needs to practice with confidence. And the games that we have coming up, everybody needs to play with confidence and not so much think about our record right now. You know, it's last year we lost we lost early like this last year, and we ended up being 20-9. and nine. So, you know, it's just being able to stay the course and stay even keel and not so much worry about things early on in the season because, you know, in March, we'd rather be winning in March than be losing right losing in March. Absolutely. Do you guys feel the difference? And I know that it hasn't really been that much of a difference because I grew up in this area. Northeastern State doesn't feel like an MIAA school to me. And Roger State, obviously, you guys are used to playing them. But do you, did you, do you feel the difference being an MIAA school versus you know being in the Heartland Conference from, from last year? Not necessarily. Not Versus, well, versus Eastern, they their size, their size was a big difference. Mm-hmm. The size Northeastern had was a big difference between the Heartland and my double A, and I feel like that's really what the difference is between the two conferences. And they get a lot more D one transfers than the Heartland does. Heartland usually gets uh, high school guys or a lot of JUCO transfers, and they get you know a lot of high quality guys that usually become pros. Yeah, they they get a lot of good players here for sure. Well, final question for you: What are your goals for the year? What's the goals of this team? What are your personal goals at the end of the season? What do you want to have accomplished here for your junior campaign as a member of the Jets? Well, my ultimate goal is to win championships and be able to lead my team to success. 
You know, um, it's Juwan and Marshawn, KJ, Ants. It's, just, it's that last year. You know, I, I want to send them out with a good gift. You know, I want to send them out with a ring. You know, it's our first year in the MIAA. You know, we got picked tenth or eleventh in the conference. You know, I just want to be able to show them. You know, hey. We're Newman, we're here, you know, and we're ready. We're not scared of anyone. You know, we're ready to show you what this program is really about. And you know, that's really my ultimate goal is just to show everybody, you know, Newman Newman can play basketball, Newman can win meaningful games, you know, Newman can be something. You know, Newman can be a part of the MIAA and, and make it successful. You know, we can make a great name for it. Tigel Herford, junior guard in this men's basketball team. They are next in action coming up on Saturday. It's a 3.30 tip-off just after the women's game split doubleheader as they take on Nebraska Christian. Ty Herford, thank you so much for the time. Yes, sir. We'll wrap up the JetCast with Associate Athletic Director and former baseball coach Zane Ealing when we come back. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at SCCeiling.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. Wrapping up the second episode of the JetCast today with a familiar voice you've heard in our broadcasts over the years, but much different role this year. We're talking with the new Associate Athletic Director for External Operations, the former baseball coach, Coach Zane Ealing, and I still call him Coach. Coach, I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, um, I know baseball season is a ways away, so it's not really at that point in the year where you're starting to get that, that itch yet, but... Um, do, are you missing that that part of your career at, at this point at all? I would say um, with the new role that I've been so busy that I don't even um, I've kind of forgot what they're doing. So <laughs> um, you know, throughout the fall, you know, I went by a couple practices, but um, we were so busy, um, you know, doing things here that I didn't even realize fall practice was going on, which is probably a good thing. So. <laughs> Um, I would say so far, um, I haven't missed it that much. Now, in the last couple of weeks, you know, this is time of year, you got final stuff, and then you start, you know, you get through Christmas and baseball started. So um, I have kind of felt this last few weeks that, you know, that excitement that you usually get um, going into Christmas break because you're getting ready for the spring season. He's, he's still got an NU baseball quarter zip on, by the way. So he, he's he's never going to be uh, outside of Newman baseball that much. What's been the biggest change for you going from the coaching role to now moving into the uh, the front office, so to speak? Well, I'm a lot warmer now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's probably um, an important piece. But well, a nice office too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, luckily, I got an office and I'm by myself, so that's that's a change. But um, you know. It, to me, it hasn't really been that much different. You know, um, obviously, I'm not with the guys every day, but I still see them some. Um, you know, I've still got relationships with people, and I'm out talking to people. So, um, you know, it's a change, obviously, from being on the field day to day. But now, um, you know, I'm more involved with every sport, which has actually been kind of refreshing. Um, you know, to spend more time 
um, you know, seeing each sport and when you talk to coaches, a lot easier to talk about, you know, soccer or basketball with those coaches when you have more time to spend more time and watch practice and um, watch their games. So, um, you know, it's been fun. Actually, it's been refreshing. I've had a good time. I feel really comfortable where I'm at and I'm excited about um, what, what lies ahead. What was the biggest for you factor in your decision to give up coaching so I know you were committed to Newman Jets baseball but but how did this opportunity come about how did you get approached with it and, and what ultimately made you feel like this was the correct decision for you for the school for baseball and and for your family too um you know you kind of hit a lot of you know why I made the decision I made you know obviously from a family standpoint um it still takes a lot of time um it's a lot more spread out um, throughout the year instead of just being you know for three months being gone all the time um, you know that you know recruiting took such a lot of time you know behind the scenes that um, that's much better for the family um, I think the, the the thing from a professional standpoint um, I really you know obviously I've played here um, I've coached here my whole career that um, you know I, I really want to have an impact on the improvement um, overall with athletic department just not just for baseball um, because there's just so uh, much potential I feel like here um, to really be successful and um, you know from obviously from a career standpoint too um, you know something I've always thought about doing um, in the future so it all kind of, kind of came together at the right time um, you know I love working for Joanna and she's very good at what she does and um, it's going to be very good for Newman and it was just a good time um, to step into this role and then you know from the baseball standpoint a good time to get a refresher and get someone new in there and and see what he can do. Coach Zane Ealing, my guest, Associate Athletic Director for External Operations for Newman, you kind of talked about what you like the most, being able to talk with the other coaches and see all of their sports and get a bigger understanding of the entire picture. So I'll ask you, secondly, what's been the biggest challenge of trying to transition into this new and unfamiliar role? Um, maybe dealing with stuff I didn't have to deal with <laughs> as, a um, as a baseball coach. Um, but it comes with, you know, there was stuff there too you had to deal with there's always stuff that you don't like dealing with um no matter what you're doing so um overall I'd, i feel really good um you know i don't feel as stressed honestly um even though maybe i should um <laughs> but i'm just really excited about what we're doing and the things that we're got coming up with a brand new booster club new new Jets app um the new online stores you know the three we've really been working on along with um, you and the yeah. JetCast and the audio network. Um, there's just so much, honestly, that we've done this semester that I haven't really had time to think about any negative parts or tough times. So um, just keep moving forward. Well, and, and you, you hit on my next question there, the new Jets audio network on which this podcast airs. We're covering all men's and uh, women's basketball games this year and uh, hopefully some baseball as well. And, and next year we'll see what happens. Um, it's no secret that we're not on an, a terrestrial radio station anymore here in Wichita uh, with that whole, you know, fiasco there that was really out of uh, my company, Allied Media Partners Control, right. certainly totally out of your guys' control. And it's not, for the people who are listening, it is not a minor inconvenience when your radio partner dissolves with 
about a month before the season starts. It is a major inconvenience yeah. for all involved, including myself. Um, so you guys have really worked hard to put all this together. But what has this been like for you guys as you guys have kind of had to um, be taught about radio and getting the equipment and, you know, putting together this new Newman Jets audio network? Um, and what would you tell fans here who miss having you on a radio station, uh, you know, about what the future might be there? So if you can just put all that together, it has been uh, on the audio side a very busy <laughs> three or four months for you guys. Yeah, there's there was a lot of learning, which I would say from all aspects I've done, um, you know, moving to this role. But, um, you know, just leaning on the people that know what they're doing. So thanks to you, you know, um, leaning on people that know kind of what's going on. Um, asking questions, trying to find people that can help you, um, which we do have a very good, um, you know, Icer Vaughn has been very good at helping. Yes. I mean, he's he's unbelievably giving um, person of his time and his knowledge. So um, there's just, you know, you just got to figure things out no matter what, you know, is handed to you. So, um, you know, we want the best what we can do um, for our fans and our alumni and our, and our current student athletes. So, um, we're doing the best we can of trying to provide, um, you know, the game coverage and um, everything and so forth. Um, you know, as far as getting on the radio, I mean, you know, it's, so many things happen so fast. That's, um, you know, obviously still up in the air and something that we'll have to look into in the future. I'm really glad that we're here streaming. Um, it gives us a lot of flexibility and kind of we can kind of do um, more sports possibly in mm -hmm. the future. Um, even if some of them are on the radio, we can still hopefully move to where we can stream um, more of our sports. So um, that's exciting, and, and you know we need to develop more of a fan base and um, get our alumni more involved, which is starting to happen, um, which is exciting. Well, and I know that one of the, the ways that you're trying to do that is with the brand-new Newman Jets app, which is going to be coming out this month, uh, what is going to be all available on that app? And I know that it will be available for download absolutely free on Google Play and the App Store. So um, unless you're one of those weirdos with a Windows phone still out there. Yeah. I used to be one of them. But <laughs> for everybody else, we've got you covered. Yeah. What has gone into the development of that and what's going to be available on the app? And I know the Numa Jets Audio Network will be on the app once that launches here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's... Um you know, we're a couple days away, actually, from the launch. Oh, okay. So, so that, that is that coming this Friday? This Friday. So we're only days away from, yep. the, from the app launch. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, it it's going to have pretty much everything on there that's on our website, plus more. So, um, you know, it's going to have um, all of our rosters, all of our schedules. It's going to have all of our social media um, so our news feed on, on the app will consist of what's on our website as, as well as all of our social media. So it's basically one place you can go and get everything. You're, you're one touch away from having all um, access to any information that you need as far as games, locations. Um, it has a map on there to kind of help you out. Um, you know, it, it's going to have all the information. The JetCast will be on there. Um, you can you can do one touch and you can find everything basically. And that that will also have push notifications available on it too for um, when games are coming up or when broadcasts are starting, things like that. Yep, you can absolutely. We encourage everybody to 
um, make sure you do have your notifications on um, and you can customize it too so um, there's a certain sport you want to follow yep okay yep. outstanding um, you can follow certain sports um, you're going to classify as a fan or alumni um, so that way we can kind of gear our notifications towards that also but um, say you're following basketball or baseball um, you know it, as soon as that game starts it may give you a notification it's going to update you on the score um, if you if you know you can't listen to the game so um, there's just so much that will help you be more engaged and make it a lot easier for you um, you know I think of parents too um, makes it really easy for them I'm excited about it because then I can just get on my phone and I can do a lot of work from my phone just using that app. Zane Ealing is my guest, the Associate Athletic Director for External Operations, and one of the, the big parts of your job with the move into external operations has been fundraising. And obviously, you know, the development of the app costs money, putting on the games costs money, and um, I know that you guys want to get to a point in terms of the buildings, you know, the $20 million capital campaign, which is not officially started, but fundraising goes on, as I talked with Joanna Pryor last week, is a 24-7 365 endeavor for any athletic department um, and I know that you're you've got in a couple of weeks brand new booster club that you guys have had but hasn't really been on the forefront well, those days are over um, tell us about the new booster club that's going to be launching here in, in just a matter of a few days you know one thing since I've been here um, you know our alumni involvement has um, there's some alumni that are very very passionate and very involved um, I feel like there is a lot out there that want to be involved that that either we haven't cultivated or um, we haven't made it easy for them because sure. obviously if it's not easy for you you know some things you're just not going to do um, so um, you know the, one of the big things I've been working all all semesters trying to get alumni more engaged making it easier for them that's where the app comes in but we're going to launch a new booster club um, that's going to help us raise funds at the same time, get people engaged, get them to games, um, give them reasons to be at games for more than, um, you know, the pride and stuff they have in Newman, but really try to rekindle all of that um, and get people more involved, get them knowing what's going on, um, because I think they're going to be really excited about what they hear and what they experience and, and what the future holds. Um, for all of us. Yeah, the MIAA basketball is outstanding quality. You will not be disappointed. And I guarantee you that the tickets are going to be way less than go over to Coke Arena, too, by the way. Without a doubt. Uh, well, uh, what are your personal goals here? You're just launching all this stuff, and, and you've got so many things that are going to be done here pretty quick with the audio network is kind of we've kind of got all the kinks ironed out on that I think um, you've got you're going to have the app the uh, aviator club which is what you're calling the booster club mm -hmm. that's coming out soon so next year as you start to think about how, what this capital campaign is going to look like and, and trying to figure that part out what's the next big goal for you I think you know obviously with the aviator club is expanding that um, and um, that'll be something that I'll probably work most of my time with now that the app's pretty much done and then we have our new online store coming out next week too that's right um that will you know give you access to apparel and stuff that's been sorely needed that's which by the way just in time for the christmas holiday so without a doubt, if you need yeah. some late christmas uh gift ideas for the jet fan in your life uh, it'd be nujetsstore.com. Jets gear. Jets gear. Yep. Nujetsgear.com. I have plenty of stuff with the uh, with the Jets logo on it for you. Yeah, it'd be 
um, and I'm, I'm I'll know more. Um, you need to pay attention because there'll be some um, incentives there as we launch to um, get on with some discounts for the launch and stuff okay. like that. That'll be coming out here shortly. But um, yeah, just cultivating, um, getting more people involved. Um, that's you know that's what we need, and it's a great conference, obviously, and. We're, we found ourselves in a, in a great situation that we need to um, embrace and every, get more people on board and get excited because it's going to be um, exciting times ahead. Well, I'm going to leave you here with this um, as, your, as your last question on the JetCast. There's probably going to be one person out there listening to this podcast that somebody is going to pass this along to who's thinking, you know what, I need, you know, I want to do a charitable gift this year. No better place to do it than than my hometown university. Maybe it's the uh, the play, the place where I went to as a kid or as, you know, I played my sports there or I just want to give back to the Catholic community or the Christian community here in Wichita. Somebody wants to make a gift at any time. What would be the best way to go about doing that? I know you're launching other ways and newer ways to do that, but, but how would somebody, if they want to make a major gift how would they how would be the best way to go about doing that well there's a couple of different ways either you can just contact me um you know through email um which you can find on our website newmanjets.com um be also elingz at newmanu.edu elingz at newmanu.edu i've got it memorized <laughs> that's right uh well, uh, at least one of us does right 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 um and then you know you can simply get on our website and click donate also um and shortly um, the Aviator Club will be launched, and there'll be a tab at the top of our website too that you can click on, and that'll lead you right where you need to be. It makes it really easy. Um, but all those things are all going to be together, and and um, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up. With alumni engagements, um, you know, Mark Potter Potter Bubblehead Night coming up. Yep, Bubblehead Night. Um, and then we got something coming up too in the spring with um, the honor coach Tina Gorski who coached. Mm -hmm. um, baseball for a long time. Um, I'm really excited about that, obviously, from the, being from the baseball background. But both of those guys are instrumental here, and we need to honor them and um, make sure they're involved going forward. And also, if you're a local business, you can also get in touch with Coach Ealing as we're going to have a lot of fans coming in with all of uh, the MIAA teams and the in-state teams that Jets fans actually care about. So plenty of sponsorship opportunities available for local businesses in Fugate Gymnasium. Going to be a lot of fans sitting in there with the opportunity to be uh, exposed to those messages as well. So Zane Ealing is the Associate Athletic Director, External Operations, Newman University Athletics, former baseball coach. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. That is our show for today. We'll be back next week with another show. We'll be talking Newman Jets volleyball on Episode 3 of the JetCast. And so I'll see you next week. So until then, Blake Cripps saying, Go Jets! Go Jets!